Today I'm going to talk about my relationship and journey with food. I actually battled with an eating disorder for a long time, but my struggles and my relationship and my journey with food, I feel like was also the trigger to a lot of what I'm doing now and the trigger to me having the courage to start to create the life that I want for myself. This all back started back in uh, college, uh, my first year at university. Um, I'm not going to... I'm going to try to not speak to this story for too long because that's in my other YouTube video. So if you guys go to my YouTube, there's a video of me um, using an air fryer and I talk about my, my eating disorder uh, story. And basically I had bulimia for the longest time. And bulimia, for those who don't know, is I binge and purge. I used to binge and purge my food. So I used to eat and I would throw up my food. And when it all first started back in college, it was a matter of um, uh, body image. Like I, it started in first year of university. I wanted to, no, no. What happened was first year of university, I went to university. Um, we had the cafeteria right by our dorms and I gained freaking freshman 15. But for me, it wasn't a freshman 15. It was a freshman like 30. <laughs> I was obviously eating more, but I was making a lot of friends and I didn't notice that much about myself either like I didn't think that much about it but then what was the trigger was I had to do this like life insurance renewal um, exam thing and it included like a health exam and that was like maybe a couple months after I started to gain weight and uh, I remember I did the exam and then my insurance agent told me they're like oh I'm gonna have to put you like 10 pounds lighter on the application or else you're not gonna get your insurance after he told me he needed to lie about my weight so I can get my insurance, I was like, okay, I need to get, I need to get fit. I was young and I was reactive. So I was like, what is the fastest way for me to lose weight right now? And okay, guys, you got to bear with me. I'm, even though I'm like telling you guys the story, but I'm also currently right now, like mentally telling myself it's okay to share these things because some of these things I'm sharing I like get moments right now where I'm like, wow, I'm talking about this publicly and it freaks me out because some of these things I used to be so ashamed of. Like I used to be so, I am, I still am. Like I feel scared to talk about it, but I'm gonna share it. What I tried to do first was obviously not eat and I try to exercise too, but I think my, my mindset was like, I need to do this really fast. Like I need to like lose this weight really fast. So my exercise ability and capability wasn't high enough for me to be able to like lose it really fast. And then also like, I like food too much. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to not eat, but I was so close to the cafeteria. And the cafeteria, like this was like back in, I went to college like 10 years ago. so. <laughs> They, they weren't as like health conscious as now. I'm sure college cafeterias have better food now where it's like more variety, more healthy stuff. But back then they had a salad bar, but that shit was boring. Like all the good foods were the shitty foods. So I was also unable to just tell myself to not eat or to like really not eat. So then what I ended up trying at first, and this is embarrassing, was laxatives. Do you guys know what laxatives are? Don't do it. Don't do it. It's going to fuck up your body. <laughs> but laxatives are this thing where it, it helps you go to, it helps you poo. And it really fucked up my body. Like my stomach hurt so much. 
and it wasn't really doing anything for me. It was literally just draining all my energy. That's what it did for me. I don't even remember the first time it happened, but it just happened. It just happened one day. I just threw up my food. And the thing is like, I don't need to um, put my finger down my throat. Like I don't need to force it out. I didn't need to do that. Once I did it once, and I already had the mindset of like, I need to lose weight. It was so easy for me after. Like I just started to throw up all my food. And this was, this started back in first year college. Like I just started to throw up all my food. Every Everything I ate, I threw up. In the very beginning, it was great for me because I, I literally lost weight so fast. I couldn't even really see my body like truthfully, clearly, because I was just fo so focused on losing weight, losing weight. And I, I look at my body every day, right? I look in the mirror every day. So as I was getting skinnier and skinnier, I couldn't really tell how skinny I was. And I was so skinny that my elbow, like my meat here was so thin that my elbow was like weirdly big. Like my elbow, the bone here was big and this is so thin and this was like so thin and this is like bigger because where my bones were at were a bit bigger but I lost all the meat on my arms. A lot of my health issues actually came a couple years after I started to really notice it but emotionally and mentally, yo, I started to go downhill. <laughs> like the thing is when, if you guys, okay, just think about when you throw up. Okay, not by choice, just when you, whenever you have thrown up in your life, how much energy does that take? How, how do you feel after? You're exhausted. Like throwing up is such a high intensity activity. Like you're putting so much like and you're exhausted after, right? And you're dehydrated. You're exhausted, dehydrated. You have no electrolytes in your body. Think about it. If you do that, like three, four, five times a day. When I was thick into it, I couldn't even keep anything in my body. So I was throwing up constantly every day and I had no energy and I had no brain power. Like I literally, my mind felt like it was fried all the time. So I can only, the only thing I could do is keep up with my current lifestyle so that other people wouldn't notice something is wrong. Like at my skinniest, I remember I had heart issues. I was so uh, malnourished that like, sometimes I would just be like sitting and my heart would just be irregularly and I would have shivers. I would shiver. I was like, Ugh. and then I would have to just sit through it because I'm just like, whoa, and let it pass. But how scary is that? I just remember during that time, I was always thinking, I want to do more with my life. Like there's more within me and I, I don't know exactly how to do it, but I want to do more, but I'm so tired all the time. I'm so scared. And honestly, like at the worst of it, I, I was really sad because just, even though I was skinny, but it it's all connected. Like you guys look at me create content now. A couple years ago when I first started to um, create my videos, I was scared to even vlog. I had to keep doing it to realize that I love doing lives. Like I could just talk forever. But in the beginning, I was scared to even vlog on Instagram, my stories. and and then pull back a couple more years when I was in Vancouver like I've always had I've, I've always been social when I'm in group settings I think I've always had this like confidence within me but I didn't believe in myself I didn't have experiences and situations for me to practice th these things so it was all within me but I thought I couldn't do it so you, you know that like feeling of desperateness and loneliness and like hopelessness but you also know that there's something within you that can do it that was like how I felt and I was so sad.
but also like down on myself because I was like, oh, why are you so this and that and you can't do this and that and you want to do these things, but you can't. And I was so weak, but there was always like a glimmer that like I wanted to do something more. It quickly became an emotional, it was a psychological way for me to release. It, that really was like the biggest enjoyment I got from this afterwards. Like I used my binging and purging as a way to escape from everything. Why do people, what I use this as is similar to what people do when, you know, on the weekends, if they had a long work week, they freaking uh, do cocaine, they go party, they go drink until they die. Similar effects because we're all trying to just like release. We're all trying to just like get this like sudden um, high euphoric feeling, but we don't have to think about our pain and let it just all go. And in those moments, we're, we're chasing that like euphoric feeling, but we're also chasing that numb feeling. That act of like eating and then throwing it up and then not feeling any responsibility to it, that is a form of release. Like I kept using it every time I got emotionally traumatized or hurt. And honestly, I was pretty weak at that time. I was. I was weak within. I was weak within myself because I didn't want to face face myself. Even though, you know, I look back, I want to go hug past Ariel, but a part of me, my higher self, you know, I'm going off tangent, but time is not real. So I sometimes do, like, I can see my past self. I would want to go hug her, give her compassion, but I would, you know, now when I see her, I would tell her, freaking, you gotta love yourself. You gotta love yourself the only person that's going to save you is yourself. Like I would want to tell her that because yes, I feel compassion for you, but I also see that everything is just on the other side. Everything you want in your life, you can have it, Ariel. Stop being the victim. Stop telling yourself you can't do it because you can do it, but you got to start taking these steps. You got to stop being afraid. And that was, but yeah, but that was what I was trapped in. I was so used to the binging purging. It was so it was easy and it was an emotional release for me and I was weak within. So every time I got hurt or I got really frustrated, I would use it as a way to just I don't have to deal with this. I am the victim. Like why is life happening to me like this way, whatever, blah blah blah. But then my health really started to impact me in many ways. I told you my shivers, my my heart beating irregularly and my teeth like it was sort of fuck up my teeth. Um, I would get like a nymph noise, you know, like in weird places and I, I was dehydrated. The, if you're throwing up that much, you don't have that much electrolytes in you, you don't have much that much um, hydration in you. So I felt all these effects within my body and it really fucked up my digestion system, my digestion system. I try to like make myself eat and not throw up, but my body couldn't even handle digesting certain foods anymore. So it would just start to like want to throw up. And that was very frustrating because I'm just like, oh, I can't even heal. Like I want to and I can't even heal. It's still happening. And I felt so like hopeless in those moments. But, but then, you know, I was like, no, I can't give up. So in the beginning I was like, okay, what can I actually eat? that stays down and like feels okay. So, and it needs to feel okay because if it doesn't feel okay, it's still gonna happen later on in the day. So honestly for me in the beginning it was fruits. I can eat fruits, fruits and like some late vegetables. So I was okay with like eating something similar every day as I was like trying to reteach my body. So I remember like I would just pack fruits and vegetables, the same thing every day and 
that way like I was able to start to like not throw up during the day like breakfast lunch whatever and even some snacks I was like telling myself okay just eat a little bit but I had to monitor myself too I had to monitor my body and the way that I was digesting because certain foods would just not go down it went from every single meal to daily but not every meal to a couple times a week to once every week to once every or a couple times a month right like that's what I mean by like healing is not a straight line and it wasn't like this it, it was like kind of like this but it was like pretty much like consistent up but even during that time i would have i would still feel bad about myself because i would be like you know you see the media you go on the internet you research these things and you think that like okay when people heal they just make a commitment and they like go to rehab or something or like they get help and they just like stop doing it and i felt bad about myself because i'm like I'm it's still my life and I still haven't told anyone but and I am like I'm slowly getting better but it's not good enough that's why I didn't tell anyone and I felt like embarrassed about my slow progress you know but in retrospect again I was doing my best and I did like look up resources I did talk to some people I just didn't uh, express it to anyone that I actually knew yet anyways I went to Toronto Toronto has a great hustling energy everyone there has like side hustles and that was what was needed for me to like really start to do things I wanted to do on the side too. LSD actually gave me some lessons on this whole health thing. I remember some of my biggest epiphanies when I was on psychedelics. I was like how do I you know I'm, I'm starting to go down this path like I'm starting to finally go down this path I want to create for myself but I have all these big goals and I want to like experience all these big things. How do I get there? And it literally, like, it pulled me. Like, this energy pulled me and showed me. It was like, love yourself. Love yourself, Ariel. That is, that is the key to everything. Love yourself. It sounds cliche, but it's true. And when you say love yourself, it's not just treat yourself. There's so much that comes with loving yourself. It's a process. It's a whole journey. So it just told me, love, love yourself. And then so, like, when I was going through these, these experiences, I have more and more confidence and courage within. I was like getting more and more ready to like, okay, I'm gonna really commit. But I still didn't like fully, fully commit yet because I, you know, I was still using it as a scapegoat until COVID. When 2020 hit, right before the lockdown times, okay, right before we went to serious lockdown. And again, I was in Canada. So um, we went into complete lockdown in March, 2020, and it lasted for a long time. Right before lockdown happened, I had my first DMT experience. It was the most intense and profound experience in my life. The biggest thing that I got from it after was I need to commit to myself. That was like my biggest message. Like I remember going through it, coming out of it, and we went straight into lockdown. And for the, the whole month of March, my heart was not settled. I, my heart was unsettled. It felt like it was just like, ugh, like this. And I kind of felt like sad because I was like, wow, like my LSD experiences, yes, there were like some intense moments, but most of it I just felt empowered after i was just like powerful and everything but the dmt experience i actually felt pretty weak after like i was just like Ugh. but i think it was because it was giving me a message it was just like yo you you keep telling yourself you're gonna do all these things and you're having all these like spiritual experiences but you're not doing enough to change your life you gotta freaking do the practical work now you gotta freaking do the practical work it really gave me that message so i committed i'm gonna give you guys some practical tips now and some of them might seem kind of weird and I'm not a medical professional, I'm not a doctor, okay? This is just what has worked for me. 
but I needed to go through this to get better. If you um, have experienced bulimia, binging, binging and purging, what that means is you start to train your body, your stomach to eat a lot. Like I used to freaking go to all you can eat and I can eat so much. Obviously I would throw it up after, but my I like expanded my stomach. So once you start to heal, it's hard because your stomach is used to eating a lot. When I was binging and purging a lot, I would eat a lot of like carbs, right? I love carbs, naturally, bread, noodles, rice. I can eat so much of that. That shit freaking fills you up, right? That shit you want to freaking purge out if you do have an eating disorder. So I was like, what can I do to replace it? How can I train my body? What can I do? Salad by itself doesn't do that because no matter how much salad you eat, it doesn't fill you up. And you know what I discovered that kind of worked? Freaking shirataki noodle. Shirataki noodles and shirataki rice. Konjac noodles and rice. Pretty much like zero calorie, zero fat, like jelly kind of like noodles. They make it into like noodle shape, rice shape, pasta shape. A lot of people, they eat it and they're like, this is not like rice or noodles, but for someone that's like healing like me, it was very helpful. And what I do is I would take, you can take a whole pack of that rice and it's like five calories, zero fat. It's literally nothing. And I would just stir fry it with salad, with meat, with a ton of vegetables and vegetables by itself. If you look at like charts online, health charts, you eating a burger and fries, you can eat way more in quantity and vegetables and it's not even going to be half of that calories and fat. I know I'm uh, focusing a bit more on like calorie and fat right now, but that's not like my, my goal is not to say that's what you need to focus on. I'm actually really, I learned to not even do that. But again, if you're recovering, this is, this might help you because this is what helped me. Like I needed to just have large, like be able to have large quantity substitutes in food to just like train my body to like let my body just still be able to eat high quantity but not purge like i need to go through that so that's what i did like during covid i was i would just find foods that were low density like low in calorie and fat but i can eat more of and at least i can like work with my body that's the other big thing i learned to work with my body like your body everything in life it's my spiritual talk coming out has consciousness everything has energy everything and i've experienced this like everything has energy especially your own body and even your own body it's not just like your brain operating and everything think about it if you're just sitting there you're breathing you there's your organs are working like everything is working for you but you're not controlling every single one of it it's working by itself so if you know that that means your stomach your body you can work with it you can like feel it you can listen to it so i had to go through processes of like instead of fighting with my body instead of like forcing it to do whatever i would slow down and like feel it listen to it like experiment with it like reflect and slowly i learned to you know work with my give and take dance with my body give it a little bit more food that it used to not be able to consume and digest and slowly add it in add it in but also like nurture it give it what what it wants it needed more quantity so i went to find foods that like are healthier or it wouldn't make me want to purge and give it what it needed so that was the beginning of like my true commitment to healing but obviously the reason why it happened 
I don't even know how to say it in proper terms. Like I had another episode or a couple when I was in Portugal is because I was very consistent when I was in uh, Toronto in lockdown. I was by myself all the time. Uh, we couldn't even go to restaurants for a long time. So which is fine for me. I was just like working on myself. But then I decided to become nomadic. I went to Portugal and then I met a lot of people. I was doing a lot more social things. And um, so and obviously with excitement in life, with the highs always comes some lows too. So it happened again. But then that was also the point where I realized that, okay, now I need to integrate myself back into real life because I'm not, I'm not going to be able to continue to live this life of like being by myself at home. And I don't want to live that life and eating the same thing every day and eating these like weird foods that just satiates myself. I need to train my body. So during Portugal, even though it happened and during that time, I felt so bad when it happened again because I was like, damn, this took me 10 steps back. But when I look back on it, I'm so grateful. And it was all part of my healing process. But after Por Portugal, I basically, or during Portugal, during that time, I basically started to just like continue to heal myself, continue to train my body. And be, long story short, I'm going to have to do another lie because this is getting long, but I went from eating irregularly, being very disciplined with my food and being only able to eat certain foods to slowly starting to integrate myself back into society. I would let myself just eat whatever. I would order whatever on the menu. I like let go of like counting calories, counting fat. And the biggest thing is like, even though it developed into like emotional release, a big part of it subconsciously, even up to this day, is still a body image thing, right? Like we all, you know, we all want to look good. We all want to feel good. We all want to be fit. So there were still some of those elements, but I had to let myself, oh, and throughout COVID too, I really started to uh, build my own fitness routine. That was a huge part of it too. I completely forgot to talk about that, but I started to exercise and I started to really learn the type of exercises I like to do. I started to really like learn about my body. Most of my wor workouts were at home, but it was a great time to learn because before COVID, I would go to like classes. I would use class pass and that's not enough for you to like really learn about your muscles, really learn about what your body needs. But when I was at home, I bought weights. I did a lot more strength training. I was with myself every day so I could see what types of, what types of workouts I like, what types of workouts did certain effects on my body. So I really built up my fitness regimen. And I, that was a whole nother process too. I can make another video about that in itself because I had to go from like having like a more unhealthy mindset about fitness too because I would be like I need to uh, work out so I can eat regularly so I don't need to purge you know to yo I'm just working out because I want to feel good I do have some fitness goals but I'm not gonna be so like strict and like controlling about it and then the more I was able to like work with my body and see all of this is like progress man it takes time because you're like working on yourself you're like physically working on yourself you're mentally like trying to tell your body it's okay you're good you're whatever and if something does happen you got to like tell yourself it's okay and then like there's outside influences and there's all this shit right so but then yeah i basically like got to a point where i'm exercising now where because i like to feel good i do i i am building like certain muscle groups but like I'm not doing it for the sake of just like I need to be skinny or whatever. And then through the process of working out and building my fitness routine and understanding my body, I started to really accept my body shape too. Like how I look, certain parts of my body, like I learned to love it. And 
um, I started to like under and through that you start to learn more about like your personal style, like how you want to dress, how you dress to like accentuate where you want to accentuate your style. It's all connected. That's why once you like commit to the self-love path, it's not going to be overnight, dude. No, it's going to be a long time, but you're going to slowly realize that it's all connected. You can't, it's not just one thing you're working on. It's connected to every part of your life. Once I, the, maybe the biggest thing I had to tackle first was my eating disorder, my digestion my body image issues but then it started to lean into fitness and started to lean into my personality traits my style how i communicate how i present myself it's all connected i ate a lot of like uh, fiber and probiotics too to help me digest so i wouldn't want to purge um and i wouldn't need to purge but uh what i realized though after i started to go through that integration process and this is the beauty this is the beautiful part of all of this one of the beautiful parts is that I eventually realized that I actually like eating healthy foods. Like, and when I say healthy foods, it's not just boring foods. I love to eat like asahi bowls, smoothie bowls. Like I actually love a good salad, a good sandwich. And like I was saying, going through these years, especially the most recent few years where I started to really integrate myself back into society, I realized that I love this kind of food. When I do go to a restaurant, I used to think I need to limit myself. Like I see a menu and after I healed, Forever, I'm gonna feel trapped. I'm gonna have to always choose foods that are healthy, but I actually don't wanna eat it. No, man, like I realize that sometimes if I want that pasta, I'm gonna order that pasta. But normally, I rarely ever wanna order a burger. It's just not what I wanna eat. Like I, I see a salad with like tons of ingredients in it, with some rice, with some like salmon, with a bunch of vegetables, and they have these toppings. Yo, that looks way more appetizing to me than a burger. Like actually and that was such a miracle for me a beauty because i was like wow like once i truly committed to healing god the universe will show you hey we're not telling you to go through this to make you suffer we're actually trying to lead you to liberation we're trying to lead you to a point where you realize that wow like i can actually live like a free person like this is actually how i consciously want to live and what i want to choose and that was liberating for me one of the biggest triggers and hardest things to deal with are social interactions. Once you put yourself out into society, whether it's like friends inviting you out to eat, you're going to a party, you're going to uh, holidays with family and friends, those are harder times, right? I understand that. But that part is where you need to learn boundaries. That's an act of self-love. What I had to do coming back this time was, obviously there's certain give and take. Because I'm with family a lot, I love them, I want to spend time with them. I tell my body, I'll be like, okay, we're going to just, like, we might eat a bit more these few days, or like, we might eat like more oily foods, but it's okay. It's okay. Like, I literally nurture my body, I talk to my body. However, I also set some boundaries because I know that if I eat like shit for a long period of time, it's easier for me to have an episode again. So I need to commit to loving myself, and no one knows my body better than me. So I, I, I told my mom, my mom knows about my journey now too. And you know, the act of sharing your experience and your pain with other people is also a huge step in healing. For so long, I hid it for so long, but when I told my mom, she actually broke down in tears and she just wanted to like, she was very compassionate and that felt really good for me. Anyways, that's another story, but I told her, I was like, I really want to continue to eat my daily smoothie bowls i actually eat that every day now that's oh that's another um tip for you guys i went from like that shiraki thing 
even though that was good in the beginning to help me like overcome be able to eat a lot still afterwards i started to go more and more health like i i want to eat nutrient dense food and i want to really like fuel my body with nutrients and i really needed to do that too because for so long i had nothing in my body like i was not getting any nutrients so now what i do this is another trick this is what i make almost every day even in taiwan i go to grocery stores i buy the ingredients i have one meal normally out with family or with friends or whatever Another meal, I try to still eat this, and this makes my body feel good. I blend up vegetables uh, and some fruits, a banana, celery, uh, salad, tomatoes, carrot, zucchini, um, sometimes an avocado. Um, I put healthy powders in it, collagen, some protein powder, bee pollen. Um, and in, in Asia, in Taiwan, there's a lot of like healthy, like, healthy herbs and stuff. I put some of that shit in. Put some ginger in. Because when you eat this kind of food every day, you do need some like four. I don't know how to say it in English. Like you need some like chi. You know, you need you can't it can't be too like cold base. You need so ginger is good. I put some ginger in it, blend that shit up, put it in a bowl, and I add more fruits on it, and I add some granola and nuts. And when I make this, it's still attacking, not attacking, but still working with my stomach needing to eat more. I can eat like two big bowls of it, two big smoothie bowls with fruits, granola, and I feel great after. But it's still allowing me to eat more, but it's all healthy and I love it. And it's all plant-based. And going back to my self-love boundaries, that's what I do a lot uh, in Taiwan. I like try to still eat that one time a day. Sometimes, obviously, I eat both meals out, but it's I'm not forcing myself. I actually love it. It makes me feel good, and it gives me consistency, so I can just like even like the other meals I have, I can eat whatever I want. But this will keep me consistent with how I want my body to feel. You gotta know your own boundaries, self discipline, self love, and set it to prevent yourself from going down a spiral later on. That's something I really had to learn. Um, okay, you know what? I think I'm gonna end it here. I hope that was helpful. But coming out from this, I really do think I need to do a Q and A. I'm sorry, guys. I know some of you guys like a lot of you guys left questions, and I wasn't able to address most of them. But hopefully, as I continue to share my journey, that did give you insight. Okay, so my audio cut out from here onwards. I just want to say thank you guys so much for watching from YouTube or listening from Spotify. I do hope you enjoyed this content. If you do, I will create more content on this topic and do that Q and A. Uh, thank you guys so much for listening to my story. Make sure to follow me on Instagram and TikTok at New Views N I U dot V I E W S, and please subscribe to me on YouTube and Spotify if you haven't already. Okay, that's it. Thank you guys. Love you. Goodbye.